Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. If I bleed tonight, if I am sad tonight, I don't have a job to Hey everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of, well, I mean, I, I don't know what this is, this is just an emergency podcast. And you know it's, you know something's happened when Finley Martin messages me saying we need to podcast in the morning. This is not, I don't think it's ever happened before, but I'm Ken, I'm here with Finn. Finn, I didn't think, don't think we, we envisioned this was going to be our Saturday morning discussing the retirement of Vince McMahon. No, 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 definitely not. I mean, I woke up this morning, I like, did I dream that? <laughs> Vince, did Vince really retire yesterday, July 22nd, 2022? And apparently he, he has, or that was the announcement on Twitter last night. And uh, yeah, it's quite a talking point last night and still is this morning, as we record this at 10 past 10 in the morning on Saturday, July 23rd. Um, so yeah, I'm flabbergasted, stunned, in disbelief, Kenny. Disbelief. What was your initial response when you heard the news? Someone texted you, right? Because you were at a social event. Yes, I had we, I had people over, uh, Stuart and I had people over, and we were watching, we were about to watch uh, an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race that had come out. So I'd, I'd, I'd avoided social media for most of the early evening because I didn't want to, you know, see who got a limit, see, not a limit, but see, see the result, what happened. And, um, and it was maybe about... N- 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, something like that. And I just so happened to check Facebook and Ollie had messaged me in all capitals, Vince has retired. 
And then I went, I was like, this must be a joke. So I went to the WWE Twitter account and there was nothing about it. They hadn't even retweeted Vince. So I had to Google it to see, is this real? And then it was there. My initial reaction was, I never thought I would live to see the day where he would voluntarily step away. I mean, I know it's not fully voluntarily because of what's happened, but, you know, we were saying this off off air, we we thought that he would basically go to the grave before he he would do this. Like, didn't see it coming that he would do. I mean, that was the joke, wasn't it? That, you know, that Vince, there was no, no way he wanted, there was the only, that was the way he wanted to go. When he was in a production meeting or in a guerrilla position or in a creative meeting, something wrestling related. That was, that would be the way that he pictured himself. That would be the ideal way for him to shuffle off this mortal coil, you know, to uh, pop off, to peg out, to pass on. And um, the idea of him retiring, I mean, this is what, I mean, it's quite funny really on his, on his Twitter, he, he wrote at 77, time for me to retire. He's not 77 until next month, is it? <laughs> no, next, yeah. August Thank the... What's his birthday again? It's, is it August 23rd or 4th? August 24th rings a bell to me. Yeah. Um, let me just see what his, what his birthday is. He turns 77 on yeah, August 24th. So. 24th, okay. So he tweeted um, at 9.05pm yesterday, July 22nd, at 77, time for me to retire. Thank you, WWE Universe. Then, now, forever, together. Only Vince, is, is, is he, well, WWE, well, this is the whole thing about it. There's just lots of things about this that I just can't quite get my head around. Um, in his statement on WWE.com yesterday, Vince wrote, as the majority shareholder, I will continue to support WWE in any way I can. So he's still a power financially in WWE. A major shareholder. Yeah, exactly. He hasn't sold up. You know, so does this mean he really has gone? Or is this, this, is this a Pat Patterson 1992 retirement? You know, when there was a sex scandal... And he had to withdraw. Pat was, of course, Vince's right-hand man back then. Pat Patterson had to withdraw until the the scandal basically blew over. And uh, he returned at SummerSlam 92. He was there in the ring. And a lot of people suspected that he never really left and that he was still contributing to the product. And, you know, Vince and Pat were still working together. I mean, there's no, I don't know if that's true or isn't. But that was what a lot of people suspected at the time. Um, and he, yeah, he basically bowed out for like best part of five months, Pat Patterson did. So is this a take the heat off temporary retirement? Like so yeah. many other wrestling retirements, Kenny. Or is this genuine? Is this bona fide? Because well, some people... that he's, he's still a majority shareholder. Lots of people are speculating that maybe Vince will continue to pull the strings from the shadows. I mean, if he, if this is legit and he is retiring and that's it, I mean, to me, he's not going to sell his shares anyway. Because no. he's going to keep, you know, if, if it was, you know, say, 
I mean, let's use a different example. You with Power Slam, right? Say you were, you know, when you were running Power Slam, you were like, do you know what? I'm going to let someone else be the editor of Power Slam. You wouldn't sell your 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 uh, shares of it or your ownership of it and let somebody else do what they want. You no, go, okay. I, I actually would have done, Kenny. Oh, yes, you would have done. Yes. But I don't think Vince would. I think no, he's too no. much of a control freak, even if he is stepping away. I think he's too yeah. much of a... But, but then, if the other alternative to that is, yeah, is, is it a fake retirement like Pat Patterson, or is there more stuff to come out that he's not going to be able to come back from? Is the investigation that's going on bringing up stuff where he's just not going to be able to... Survive. Know, yeah, I mean, possibly. I mean, we don't know, do we? I mean, it's it does feel like, has he been pushed out? You know, has there been an ultimatum? Listen, Vince, we're either going to have to, you know, this this investigation's looking really bad for you. We're going to push you out. So you need to resign now. You need to just go. You need to retire of your publicly of your own volition. You know, this is by your hand. Yeah. So. Yeah, you I mean, do it or we'll do it for you. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's almost like, you know, Boris Johnson thing where he was urged to retire by, uh, retire, resign <laughs> uh, and retire uh, by his own team. And eventually they had to push him out because he wouldn't go. So this almost feels like a different situation with Vince that, you know, there's, it's almost like, well, retire with dignity. Well, you know, that's debatable as to whether or not there's any dignity left here. But it feels to me like, he he was given an ultimatum by someone or there's a lot of pressure on him to go. But it's like, what happens long-term? The fact that he's still majority shareholder. I will continue to support WWE in any way I can. What does that mean? And I'm sure everyone's pouring over that sentence on WWE.com right now. Um, if he were to sell his shares, um, then I would be viewing this very differently, Kenny. I was saying, no, Vince has sold up. He's got no power, no influence, no involvement anymore. But as the majority shareholder, yeah, publicly things have changed. He's apparently stepped away, bowed out, no longer running the show, but maybe he is from the background. So it's it's an odd one. And apparently Vince announcing this retirement um, convinced Brock Lesnar to walk out of SmackDown yesterday to go home. Mm-hmm. Which, um, I mean, because there was, there was two different stories which I guess are kind of attached to this by proxy, where Triple H tweeted earlier yesterday that he's back as the yeah. head of talent relations. Um, you know, he had a tweet where he said, um, what was the... Because WWE said, WWE has announced that effective immediately Paul Triple H Levesque will resume his executive position as EVP of talent relations. Yeah. So we had that. Then we had the Vince retirement. And then Brock, because then there was a talent meeting at SmackDown. And then Brock Lesnar walked out. But then he did appear in the last segment of SmackDown. So they got him back for 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 that. I, I sh- Let me just read out the... Apparently, the, the the email that Vince McMahon sent to talent last night um, before SmackDown, but, you know, I guess if you were saying, what, 9.05 p.m. UK time was when he tweeted? Yes. So this would have been, I, I'm guessing, within the hour of that. He said, to all WWE superstars, 
As I approach 77 years old, OMG, am I really that old? I feel it's time for me to retire. I've thoroughly enjoyed sharing my passion, wisdom, and the love of the business with you. No longer will you see the smiling, docile, level-headed cam presence at Gorilla every week. Uh, your dedication to WWE will ensure that our company will continue to grow and prosper. Our organization is nothing without you. You are WWE's only natural resource chosen to perform in front of a global audience. You're all WWE global ambassadors. Carry the WWE flag wherever you go. Wave it high and proud and bust your ass to be all you can be as a person and as a performer. One other thing, I won't be with you, but I'll be watching. Remember to keep your hands up, grab a hold and sell. By the way, SmackDown airs live tonight at 8pm Eastern, 7pm Central on Fox. Vince. Mm. I mean, even to the end, he's having a bit of a, you know, joke, you know, no longer seeing the smiling, docile, level-headed cam presence at Gorilla every week. And he's telling people what to do in the ring. Keep your hands up. That was one of Vince's pet hates when people would stand there in the corner with their arms down while while their opponent was pummeling them. They'd be like, well, in a real fight, you put your hands up. And selling, of course. You know, Vince and I are attuned on that one. People in wrestling <laughs> should sell more. So he's like dispensing adv- advice on the way out. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to stock price on Monday. And the stock price has done well. It's up to, as of yesterday, it was $65.92 WWE stock. I think it's going to take a pasting on Monday because Vince is so synonymous with WWE. Vince, to many people, is WWE. And without Vince at the helm, I think lots of people will be unloading the stock. The fact that you know it closed higher um, on Friday means Monday morning will be a really good time to sell because you'll get a, obviously a good return on your investment. That's how buying and selling stocks and shares works. I'm sure people know. So yeah, how will how will that play out? You know, I mean, there's gonna. I mean, we understand that like Triple H is obviously back now as the talent guy because Bruce Pritchard was running talent, wasn't he? Yes, he was. Now I think temporarily Bruce is now head of creative, I believe. Yeah, because I think last night's show from I was trying this morning when I woke up. Uh, hungover <laughs> to try and grab as much information as I could. So apparently, last night's SmackDown was run by uh, Bruce and Ed Kosky. Okay, two people. But I mean, these are two very experienced members of the team. So I mean, you know, Bruce is now apparently head of he's now head of creative. Paul affects back as head of talent, so he's regained a lot of his old power, which is obviously good for him. Um, and I think good for WWE as well, because Stephanie and Paul, they need to be big figures in this company. And I think right now, outwardly, WWE needs to be projecting an image of calm and stability, because that's the message you want to send to your investors, mm-hmm. that, you, that this is a good place to put your money, because that's what it's all about, of course. Um, but yeah, it's, um, I mean, is anything really going to change? I mean, is we know what Vince's vision is for this company. Are they going to continue that? Is there going to be a, a big shift creatively? Um, or are we just going to stay on the same sort of course um, as, as WWE has been for many years? I, I don't think a whole lot is going to change. And I think WWE will be very mindful of that, that there can't be any big decisions. 
there can't be any drastic changes or drastic measures or anything that's going to upset the apple cart, Kenny. You want to give that, you know, the the the, the aura, the the atmosphere, the the message. You want to communicate that this is a stable company and that the people running it now are very able, perfectly capable of um, taking over from Vince and running the company as successfully financially um, as Vin, as as it was run when Vince was in charge. Yeah. So, um, you know, I mean, also because I mean, SummerSlam we're, we're we're a week away from SummerSlam now, seven days away, and mm. SummerSlam you know doesn't feel like a huge show this year. Like it, there, there's not really a lot of blockbuster stuff on it. You know, I, I, to me, the people that I've been talking to who are big WWE fans don't have as much interest in this year's show, but I almost feel like there will be an impetus for them to put on a really good show next Saturday to, like you say, prove that everything's fine, it's yeah. good. Um, so I, I wonder if they'll pull some, you know, stuff out of their sleeve. Some rabbits and, out of the hat. Yeah, exactly. To try and uh, re- restore the faith that, you know, even if Vince is gone... Uh, you know, the product's not going to suffer. Reassurance. That's what people need. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so so then the other story that comes out of, uh, of, of Vince's retirement was that, um, you know, like Brian Alvarez tweeted at first from several sources, Brock Lesnar has left SmackDown. And Sean Rossap uh, sort of, I guess, corroborated that by saying, also just heard this, was told Brock was pissed off. And then Alvarez tweets again saying, Brock's line was some derivative of, if he's gone, I'm gone. Um, And then there was, I mean, there was a brief chat of uh, them trying to find a replacement for Brock if he was not going to come back. Um, And there there was chat about Goldberg being someone they would reach out to if they needed to. Obviously, I, I don't know if they did or if they... Uh, got to that point, but uh, what do you make of the Brock story? I mean, will we see more people unhappy that Vince is gone, or do you think that this Brock thing was a, a one-off? So Lesnar, he ended up coming back. Yeah, he was at he was at TV. Okay, and then the announcement broke, and I don't know if he was at the talent meeting. That's not really been discussed, but he he basically walked out and said something along the lines of along the lines of, "If he's gone, I'm gone." But yeah. then it was smoothed over by by the end of the night, and he came out at the end of SmackDown and uh, did an angle with Theory. Problem solved. I mean, Brock Lesnar dealt with Vince McMahon. You know, he was the person that he you know did his business with, and person that he'd obviously learned to trust after their big bust up back in you know two thousand four, two thousand five, when he was negotiating to return. Um, and obviously there was all that litigation that was Lesnar ended up receiving his release and he could return to wrestling in New Japan and then went to MMA. And then when his MMA career ended, he returned to WWE in 2012. So I think he's been, I think he's been fairly happy ever since. He's obviously happy with the money. Uh, he's not been full time and his contracts expired and he signed new deals. So I can understand that Lesnar would be a trifle concerned because the man that he had been dealing with had now suddenly retired. Maybe he felt, maybe he felt let down. Maybe he felt, you know, duped that he hadn't been alerted beforehand that Vince was going to retire, and this just came out of the blue. And it was, you know, his, he first learned about it um, on Twitter or backstage that there was not this forewarning that Vince was going. 
Um, so I can understand him being, you know, anxious about his future in the company. Um, but the fact that he returned and made an appearance on SmackDown, I think whatever. I mean, there might be some underlying tension there. But Les now, at the end of the day, and never forget this, is a businessman. He's all about business. He's all about money. He's, I'm sure, got no desire to fight again. He's probably figures he's got a few good years left in WWE, and I think he has as well, in which he can make a lot more money. Um, and I just think maybe it was a bit of a knee-jerk reaction. Probably Paul Heyman got on the phone, gave him a ring, or went to visit him and said, well, listen, Brock, it's going to be all right. You know, I've been given assurances that all the plans that have been laid out are going to be adhered to. You know, this is not going to affect your push or your deal. The company is still commit as committed to you as it was when Vince was running the show. Blah blah blah. I don't know what was said, but the fact that he the fact that he returned and made that appearance on SmackDown, I think, demonstrates that it was you know storming a teacup. You know, just brought maybe slightly overreacting. Um, and I mean, then... I do I do understand why he would. Because, I mean, you know, if you're Brock Lesnar and you're someone who, like you say, you've developed this trust again with Vince over the years yeah. and you've, you're comfortable. And Brock Lesnar's not someone who's comfortable with a lot of people to then find out, oh, Vince is gone. And by all accounts, Vince wasn't there. So it's not like he was face-to-face telling people. So, you know, to have this weird thing, because, you know, we've not even touched on that. It's a weird thing that Vince tweeted the retirement. Yeah. And then emailed people. You know, he wasn't at TV sort of putting in the time. I do, I'm not saying, you know, I do understand why Brock would have, you know, issues. I did see sure. someone, I did see someone before the show saying, I'm, uh, I'm sure Michael Cole will let us know that he's let us all down. <laughs> you know, <laughs> little joke about the, the, the Sasha thing. But I think he was yeah, all the differences Lesnar then returned, didn't he? he did, yeah, he did return later on. That's the day. And there's a lot of people jumping on that. I saw that, oh, well, are they going to treat Lesnar like they treated Sasha and Naomi? Well, the difference is, is you, you return before the end of the show. So yeah. maybe, also, I mean, and that would have put WWE in a very difficult position had he not returned because Goldberg versus Roman Reigns at SummerSlam, that's not a SummerSlam main event. I mean, they could have done Riddle, but they did that stipulation match, so they couldn't book that. We don't know whether Randy Orton's ready to return or not. Probably not. So they would have been in a very tricky position had Lesnar not returned on SmackDown last night? I mean, I, I, this is also a really redundant question, but I feel like I just need to ask it to get it out of the way. But, I mean, would this have happened without the scandal? Would Vince, would Vince have uh, retired no. if, if this had not happened? Of course not. No, it's all linked to that, obviously. So, um, you know, this that was the, the catalyst for... This decision, whether it was taken voluntarily or or um, thrust upon him, um, you know, publicly, you know, Vince has gone of his own volition. But we know that there's no way this would have happened had the scandal not broken last month with him allegedly paying off all these women and uh, requiring asking them or to sign non-disclosure agreements, you know, so they couldn't talk about alleged affairs and all the other things that people have been talking about for weeks. So, um, no, this is all this is all linked to that, the investigation and just really trying to take the heat out of the scandal. I mean, it's possible 
that there's more to come we 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 can't we can't know that that's that's an unanswerable question at this point in time that's unknowable as to what else you know how many unexploded bombs there are kenny that could go off in the future there's no way we can know about them on july 23rd 2022 um you know it's also possible as well that he's just done this to take the heat out of the storm i mean i don't know i mean all will be revealed in the fullness of time. Um, it's a very strange, very, very strange. And um, I'm not convinced that this is the end for Vince. I think this, I think he'll be back. You know, the only way, if he, if he were to sell up, if he were to sell his stock, then I would be more inclined to believe that this was the end for Vince. But the fact that he's still the majority shareholder and he's saying that he's, going to help in any way he can that's like a coded message to me that vince still has he's still going to have involvement in wwe that's that's my belief i could be wrong about that of course but in my heart that's what i believe what do you think kenny uh, yeah well, you know because I, I know you said earlier you know you don't think much is going to change and i think the only thing that might change from this is that if he's not at tv and he's doing his usual you know, smiling, docile gimmick at Gorilla Position. I think that there might be a, a bit more of a relaxed atmosphere at TV. And maybe there's, you know, maybe there's a, people are able to maybe pitch some more ideas because whoever it is that's running creative is open to that. I don't know if they will yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, Bruce might be more accessible than Vince was. I mean, there's apparently all these layers and it was very difficult to speak to him and he just saw this bureaucracy there and it just, and also it was Vince, so he's got this, you know, aura. And obviously Bruce is a very experienced guy, but it's he's not Vince. So, I mean, yeah, maybe people will feel more confident about proposing ideas that previously would have just been shot down or laughed out of the room. So mm. it could create a more, you know, a more fertile creative environment, couldn't it, where people are encouraged to pitch ideas that, that previously they they wouldn't have dared suggest. So it could change in that regard. Yeah, and I mean that could you know that's something that is a small change, but could be much better, much better for the show. You know, that yeah. could just be kind of you know maybe we get less Vince humor on shows. Um, that is, if he, you know, it's like you, it's like you said, there's like an asterisk to this, which is if he is day to day removed himself. I mean, he's obviously still gonna. If he is if he has gone legit, he's still going to have a say in like what the top WrestleMania matches are and stuff. You know, yeah. there's there's no way even if he has retired, there's no way he's just going. I'll oh, do what you want. You know, that's still going to be on his watch, and I think it will be regard. You know, no matter what. But if the day to day is more relaxed, then that could, you know, could someone's push uh, change because they're allowed to do stuff for a bit longer because Vince isn't going, I don't like this. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Maybe more mid-card stuff and smaller stuff will get a chance to shine through a little bit more. But Yeah, and maybe it'll be less erratic. Maybe things will be planned out more and we won't have these situations where something starts and then mysteriously ends and, you know, mm -hmm. because Vince got bored of it after one week. You know, I mean, you know, look at Via Mahan. I mean, what's going on with that guy? It's like he returns and he crushes everyone and you can just see that Vince just lost interest because the gimmick wasn't getting over. Of course it wasn't because he was so dated. 
And it did feel like, I think it was on Raw on Monday, that there was a shift there with the character. But under Vince, you never had any confidence that that would go anywhere. Sometimes stories would, and certainly with the bigger names, they would usually, the stories would usually have conclusions, but with many of the marginal or mid-card players, things would just start and end, you know, on a whim because, you know, Vince lost interest. So I think possibly there's going to be more structure there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but I think what you were just talking there about, you know, the possibility of people being encouraged to make suggestions, maybe that'll lead to more brainstorming uh, sessions where things will be really, you know, uh, hashed out and, and discussed in depth and, and that, you know, it's like when you come up with that, sometimes a bad idea can lead to a good idea, can't it? Yeah, yeah, quite often. So, but, it, but if you're so fearful of being like, you know, mocked or fired for coming up with an idea, that you're not, you're not going to suggest it because you, you, you think it could have you know, catastrophic consequences for your career. But I think if you've got more of a sort of open, you know, an, an informal sort of uh, atmosphere in creative and people are encouraged to just say what they think, then from that, um, some really good ideas or suggestions or gimmicks or storylines could could um, could arise from that. So um, I think you know that sort of having that sort of environment, I think, is more productive. You know, and probably a more pleasant environment to work in as well for the people who work on work in the creative department. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I guess I, as we as we kind of wrap up, um, do you think you know we're we're going into SummerSlam week? We've got Raw at Madison Square Garden. We've got uh, SummerSlam next Saturday. Do you think that does this have any impact on those shows, good or bad? Um, I don't I don't think so. Um, I think the vision. I mean, so I think everything that's going to happen will have already been planned. I think they'll have a general idea of what's going to happen right up until Clash at the Castle, I would think. Um, so I don't think there's going to be much deviation from the plans that are already in place. I think whatever Vince suggested will take place. I think they'll stick with that. Beyond September 3rd, maybe things will change. I mean, the little things, as you said, you know, certainly with undercard matches and programmes, you know, I, I'm hoping there's going to be more effort more attention given to those you know and let's start trying to build talent you know build people up like like gunter for instance this is a guy who's ic champion and they've done so i haven't actually watched last night's smackdown yet so i don't know what happened there did uh, ludwig uh, lose again to nakamura kenny did you see the results uh, i will search that search for that right now so what do we have uh where are we here yeah i know ludwig uh, beat shinsuke nakamura Oh really? Okay. All right. So, but that doesn't that doesn't give us the Nakamura. Surely that doesn't give us the Nakamura Gunter match at SummerSlam, does it? If, oh God! If, if Nakamura lost, so you just think, well, Gunter's IC champ, Ricochet was IC champ for ages, and people were like, why is this guy champion? What are they doing with his title? It's going nowhere. Put the belt on someone who can make it matter again. So they've done that, and then they've done nothing with Gunter as champ. So things like that, that's what I want to see. Progress. I want to see guys like Gunter, you know, progress, you know. I mean, I'm not sure what Raquel Gonzalez did on SmackDown last night, if anything. She's vanished, and she's somebody who should be a project. And they should be like, she, they should be doing little things with her to make us 
believe that she could win the Royal Rumble in January or be a champion next year. And there's a lot of little things they can do with the you know mid-card and lower-card talent to prepare them for stardom in the future. And that's what I want to see them do. And I think that was something that Vince was, was often really weak on because he was, his attention was usually on Roman Reigns or the top of the card. He was famous for that, wasn't he? Yeah. Anything below the main event didn't really matter. So I remember there was a... Was it the set? I think it was the, It was definitely the second. It was the WrestleMania 29 year where it was Rock and Cena on top. And I remember reading something about, you know, to Vince, it's all about the main event. Yeah. The, you know, Rock and Cena's the sell. It doesn't matter what's on the rest of the card. It, it, That's it. I mean, because that was the way his, that was the way his dad did business. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even realize until you'd said earlier, you, before we came on air, you said that um, Vince bought in June of 82 and mm. he's retired in July of 2022. Mm. So 40 years and a month. That's the run. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Um, but yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think that the, the mid-card stuff is the stuff... That's probably the stuff that could change the most because the people who are now... You know, it, 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 will Triple H have more of a say? Because, you know, he... Will, will NXT change a little bit? Because, you know, that show, as much as... Some people like it. I mean, nobody talks about NXT anymore. So do they make any changes to that, which I assume would be subtle in the, in, in the beginning? But do they make yeah, some that? Possibly, yeah. I mean, well, Sean's, Sean's running that still, isn't he? So, um, yeah. But then Sean's run, at the mo- for the last while, Sean's been running it in the way that they, have, they had deemed it should be run. You know, get people... Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I mean, I like NXT. I mean, I know some people don't. I do. I mean, there's some of the ta- some talent there that shouldn't be on the TV. It's a <laughs> developmental brand. That's how it's run. It's not the black and gold brand anymore. And its purpose now is to prepare people for the main roster. It should be more joined up. I've said that before. It should be a really joined up approach so that, you know, the people in NXT should be using the names in NXT that they use on the main roster. Like, you know, LA Knight then becomes Max Dupree. And by the way, he wasn't on SmackDown last night, as I understand it. So I'm not sure what the future holds for him, but hopefully he's going to be all right. So, you know, a big fan of that guy. But I mean, LA Knight came up with this character, was a really good wrestler in, uh, in the NXT brand, NXT 2.0. And then he gets to the main roster and it's a completely different gimmick. And to me, he should be perfecting the gimmick in NXT that he's going to play on the main roster. And that's the way it should be run to me. So hopefully we'll get more of that, more of a joined-up approach. Yeah, which would be, would be good. I mean, the, like you say, NXT's in a weird spot where it's on USA Network, which it really shouldn't be if it's a developmental show because then it's you're, you're trying to serve two completely different masters. But you yeah. know, as long, as long as USA Network are happy with what they get for ratings, then... Yeah, so it usually does about 600,000 viewers a week. And uh, WWE is making money out of it and it's on TV and it's giving people a chance to wrestle in front of a TV audience. I mean, if it makes sense financially, then obviously WWE is going to continue to present it for two hours each Tuesday night. Of course it is. And when it reaches the point where uh, it doesn't make sense for USA, then USA will just drop it and it'll no doubt return to the to the network. Um, but I mean... <laughs> And like you say, maybe maybe one of the other kind of smaller things that we start to see over the next few months, if this does stick, is more of a joined-up approach. With yes, NXT that's absolutely what I want to see. But uh, 
Yeah, very. it's a very strange time. And uh, yeah, I was flabbergasted by the news yesterday. I still can't quite believe it. And, uh, you know, I've got a few calls wrong lately, Kenny. So <laughs> <laughs> including Vince, you know, people won't have read this in the magazine yet. But my, I predicted in the magazine that he was going to survive this. And uh, obviously, or as things stand now, it doesn't look like he has. So I'm, 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 you know, I'm, a, I'm mystified by this one. Uh, I like to think that I can predict things, and obviously you can't always predict things, as, as has been proven by this. But is this the end of Vince? Uh, I, you know what? I don't think so. I don't think it is. I mean, unless we, unless we get something uh, that comes out of the investigation or another story that is more damaging to him. But then, I mean, what what could be more damaging? I mean, the guys, the the guy has survived these allegations. Which, if let's be honest, if it wasn't wrestling, he wouldn't have survived it. Yeah, but possibly not. But I mean, you know, look at the stock price. You know, the yeah. deals are still there. Sponsors and advertisers have not withdrawn. You know, people want to work. Like Pat McAfee signed the new deal. Logan Paul wants to be involved. You know, John Cena made that appearance last month. I mean. If Vince and WWE were toxic, there would have just been this exodus of anyone who has a career outside WWE. So, I mean, that's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, I'm not, obviously, I'm not condoning or defending Vince. I'm absolutely not. I'm just looking at this as a a dollars and cents thing, and that's how they look at it. Um, So... You know, I mean, but you're right. I mean, obviously, this is this is a scandal. You know, it, this is bad. It looks really bad. And and Vince, from all appearances, Kenny has fallen on his sword over it. So it obviously is bad. It's been received very badly inside WWE and within the family. The fact that Vince has and made his, this announcement yesterday tells you all you need to know. It is obviously very serious. Um, but. We shall see. We shall see what happens. Well, we will be, um, obviously, we're, we'll be doing what's going down on Tuesday. We'll be doing Power Slam uh, later in the week. So, you know, if more breaks about it, I'm sure we'll be discussing it. I'm, this is not going to be the last time we, we discuss this. Because um, I'm sure there's going to be some ramifications maybe that we've not thought of that will come out of this. But, yeah, interesting to see who's going to be running creative, which will come out soon. I mean, is, yeah. Bruce, Pr- is Bruce Pritchard? I mean... This is a guy who's had health problems. Is I mean, gonna... it's, yeah, it's a big job. It's a lot of stress, a lot of hours. And Bruce has left before and come back. And I mean, in many ways, you know, for Bruce, all his Christmases have come at once, haven't they? If this is what, I mean, he can't, he, you know, it's almost like, you know, Boris Johnson resigning. And like Liz Truss or Rishi Sunak probably never thought they'd be, well, this time last year, probably never thought they'd become prime minister. But one of them is. Because the top, the person in the top job has had to resign. So it's very similar to that. Uh-huh. So Bruce viewing this as like, wow, this is it. This is my moment. You know, I can run the whole damn thing. Or is he terrified of the power? I mean, that's a possibility. You know yeah. what? If Kevin Dunn goes, Kenny, if Kevin Dunn's replaced, then I'll believe that Vince has lost his power or lost some of his power anyway. Because that'll be interesting to see how long Kevin Dunn lasts. Yeah, he's the he is the, he's the big one. Yeah, and that's when you know things are changing. If he has, if he's, if he's pushed gone. out as well, you know, if he goes, if it's recommended to him, listen, Kev, you've had a good run. You've been here since the eighties. You know, 
We're going to give you a nice severance. I mean, I'm sure the guy's not strapped. I'm sure the guy's in a pretty good position financially. I'm sure he's been very well compensated over the years. If he goes, then I think that will be a sign that maybe things have changed. So, but so we, we, just, we know there was the famous story, right, where Stephanie and Triple H, there was always the thing of if, if when they take over, Kevin Dunn will be toast. That was mm. the, you know, because he was, because he's, he's a Vince guy, right? And he's not, yep. he's not a, you know, he's not a, a new, fresh blood type of guy. Um, I mean, it'd be, it'd be nice to have a few less camera cuts on the <laughs> Well, it will be, yeah, absolutely. And that'd be interesting as well, a, a different view on the production. And you're somebody who really likes, you know, the staging. And whenever we do the um, 20-year-old WWE pay-per-view reviews, you always comment on the production and, you know, the set and everything. Yep. And you're like, you often lament the fact that we don't have new sets for, for pay-per-views these days or premium live events in 2022. Mm-hmm. So maybe that new person who comes in will want to put his or her stamp on things. I'm sure he will and, and change the whole sort of setup and, and look of, uh, of WWE programming. And that'll be interesting. So, but yeah, keep an eye on Kevin Dunn. If he quietly goes, quietly resigns, steps down, retires, then maybe things really are changing. Well, listen, uh, we want to thank you for, uh, you know, checking this out this morning. Um, we wanted to get something out for you because I know people are desperate to, consume what, what, what we're saying about it what people are saying about it so um yeah very very interesting and uh you, you were saying you were saying the stock price uh, as of now is 65 dollars 92 or something like that 65 92 yeah which is um is yeah it's 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 up 3.66 percent in the past five days so i'm expecting a lot of stock to be sold first thing monday morning so I yeah. think when we record on Tuesday, Kenny, we'll do a stock price update. Yeah. I, I can't imagine it'll be 65.92. No, I think there'll be, yeah. We'll, 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 need to, we'll need to definitely do a little check on Monday to see what the, see how it, how it holds up or does not hold up. Yeah. The latter is probably more likely. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you for all your support, everybody. Finn, I hope that you enjoy your weekend and hopefully nothing else happens and we can, you know, have a couple of days off. Well, yeah, we, we, we shall see, Kenny, but uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. I mean, I as Kenny said, I got in touch with him last night. We've got to do a podcast in the morning and, um, you know, there's a lot of unknowns like right now. Lots of things are up in the air. Of course they are. I mean, I'm sure if you're a WWE independent contractor, you know, wrestler or an employee, you're going to be thinking right now, you know, what's going to happen next and how do I figure in the plans? So I'm sure there's a lot of, there's going to be a lot of soul searching, a lot of people who are going to be fretting a little bit about their careers. And also there'll be winners from this as well. Every time there's any sort of change or upheaval, you know, there's winners and losers. So some people are going to benefit from this um, in the in the short and long term. So that'll be um, that'll be interesting to follow. So, uh, yeah, we'll be keeping an eye on everything and we'll be uh, looking forward to podcasting again on Tuesday and updating you on all the developments between now and then. Uh, so I want to thank you all for listening, for all your support, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.